Hi everybody, this is Chris. Welcome to Finding Japan, episode 62. Well, hello everybody. How are you all doing? It's been a long time, over a month, just about, since I've done the last podcast. And, uh... Wow, have there been so many things going on. Where to start?、Um, I guess one of the things I can say to start here is、uh, I describe where I am, both physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually.、Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm sitting here in、uh, Ariake at my lunch break, and、uh, I'm actually sitting in a small park right next to Tokyo Big Site, outside of the、uh, Tenji. Joel, Sei, Mon, Eki. And、uh, it's the station that's actually right in front of Tokyo Big Site. It's、uh, kind of like an overcast day, but、uh, you can still see the airplanes flying overhead、uh, in their landing patterns heading into Haneda Airport. And it's a nice cool breeze off the ocean here. I can see directly out into the bay, which is kind of nice. Maybe I'll get to catch an actual.、Uh, Or the、uh, Suijo bus, the、uh, transportation buses that are here. Anyway, I'm just about to sit down and enjoy a、uh, tuna sandwich and talk to you guys and kind of catch up what's been going on with Finding Japan and everything else. The,、uh, the biggest news is I've had an unfortunate hard drive crash that.、Uh, Will prevent me from posting any audio from、uh, any time prior to about two weeks ago, <laughs> which、uh, is actually quite a、uh, timely thing since I was able to post the、uh, all sound episode,、uh, episode 61, because、um, I had a bunch of audio material that I wanted to kind of filter and go through and do some introductions on, and I, I realized that. Really, I just kind of wanted to share the audio and I didn't really want to、um, have to worry about、uh, how to say, how to, going through and putting all the you know, explanation information in front of it. So、uh, I just thought it might be better to paste it all together and hopefully you all enjoyed it. And、uh, it was a good thing that I got that done when I did because、uh, shortly after that,、uh, my external hard drive crashed. Uh, I had been backing up all of my music to an online service、uh, called Mosey, which I highly recommend. But、uh, I was not backing up all of my raw material since I think there was probably about.、Hmm, between the videos and everything else, there had to be a good. God, maybe 100 gigs worth of material. So, most of it just in terms of raw, well, it was in the format of raw DV video, which takes up a lot of room. But、uh, yeah, it's gone. So,、uh, I have nothing but、uh, the pictures that I've uploaded and the、uh, prior episodes that I've done. But I guess that's a,、uh, a good byproduct of keeping up on doing the episodes up until that point. I do have a, a good catalog of、um, stuff that's happened over the past year, so that's been really, really nice. It is、uh, it's Tuesday, June 17th. And、uh, it's been over a year now that I've been in Japan. 
In fact, I actually have to answer a uh, letters to my future self that uh, unfortunately I don't have the audio with me here so I can't answer it, but um, I do have to sit down and go through and answer a, uh, a letter to my future self. So I will do that very, very soon. Um, but for now, I've just been having trouble poking my head out of the trees, so to speak. Um, so let's see, in end of April, Linda and I took a wonderful trip to South Korea. And based on a lot of the recommendations from Mr. Sanakji, we were able to see many, many different sites, eat tons and tons of interesting food that I wouldn't have otherwise, or I would have turned my nose up at it not knowing what it was. Some of which I didn't eat because I did know what it was. And uh, just got to see some incredible sites, including the uh, demilitarized zone. So I'm going to put a link to the show notes um, of this episode. I'm going to put a link in the show notes of this episode to a photo album that I've put up on Flickr if you want to go through and look at some of the things that we've seen. But just to thank uh, Mr. Nakji for his uh, recommendations, him and his wife. And uh, it was well uh, researched and well founded and we had such a great time. We always had something to do uh, because of those recommendations. So, Sam, thank you very much for that there. Um, Another big exciting piece of news, not really Japan related, but definitely life related, is that uh, Linda and I have decided to push up the wedding uh, to this summer. So when I return from Japan, uh, I will be getting married much sooner. Actually, a year sooner. And uh, we're both really, really excited about that. Now, the, fir- the first thing that people always ask <laughs> us when we uh, mention that we're getting married earlier is they say, well, she's not pregnant, is she? <laughs> and um, no, that, that is not the reason why, um, uh, fortunately for us, or maybe unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, uh, we are not expecting a child anytime soon. Um, this is being done primarily for uh, impatience reasons and uh, <laughs> monetary reasons, among other things. Uh, we're downscaling uh, basically our wedding a little bit, you know, partially because we're a little worried about uh, the economic future of the United States, which I'll get into in a little while. And also, um, just, you know, timing. There's a, we have a lot of people all overseas, and I think what we'd rather do is take some of that extra money and go visit some people and... Uh, make it uh, financially feasible to do a little vacationing next year. We had a trip planned, semi-planned actually, to Ireland this, uh, what would be this, New Year's, uh, because we've started a uh, tradition with a bunch of friends of ours to try to be in a different country uh, for New Year's. And last year, no, two years ago, we had done, uh, let's see, about two years ago we had done uh, Amsterdam which was incredible. It was an absolute blast. And now, uh, this coming year, we're looking forward to trying to, trying to do Ireland as a uh, New Year's destination. So in order to save up for that, in order to visit some relatives also, too, that are spread out around the world, we're kind of trying to save up some money. So that, that's the primary reason. Uh, no new kids. Uh, no new kids. No kids at all. <laughs> quite yet. Um, so uh, that's certainly been exciting. And as a result... There's been a whole slew of planning that uh, needs to be done in order to make this happen. So that's uh, been taking up quite a bit of time uh, from Linda and also some of our friends and family 
uh, back in the United States who are making phone calls for us on our behalf. So as a result, uh, Linda is leaving Japan in one week uh, to head back a little early to spend some time with some family to finish up the planning. And then I will do the remaining uh, three weeks or so here in Japan on my own. So actually, this is the one-month point for me uh, before I leave to go back to the United States. So there's been a lot on my mind in terms of what to do with finding Japan. And I remember having some discussions with uh, Mr. Lockman a while ago about how to do that. And uh, I think I'm going to put a little more thought into that moving forward and then kind of uh, make a few announcements coming up. But I do hope to do some more episodes coming up to kind of sum up some of the interesting experiences that we've had here in Japan. But um, to, to start that, what I really wanted to say is it's, it's interesting how my perspective on this podcast has changed over the last year. One of the things that um, had really caught me by surprise about the podcast is when I had started the podcast, there was always something new, always something interesting. And I was constantly, it's kind of like looking around and saying, wow, that's so weird, or wow, that's so interesting. You know, simple things like the cars drive on the wrong side of the road, or they're smaller and rounder, or they're much more square, or all the vans are square. You know, small observations like that seemed really, really significant at the time. And now, after being here for a year, uh, it really, truly feels like this is my home, and they're... (laughs) The everyday things have turned into normal things, which I suppose is to be expected if you move into a new country anywhere. And that realization, as simple as it may seem, and as uh, uh, obvious as it may seem too, uh, is really just, you know, has hit me over the last two months or so. And um, I think more so going to Korea than coming back to Japan seeing some of the changes, or not the changes, the differences in uh, Japan and Korea, and then realizing coming back to Japan that you're more used to your foreign host than you are the country you go to tour. (laughs) So that's been quite interesting. Um, The other thing that's been on my mind, actually, hold on a second here, I'm going to take a little drink of... uh, this uh, ocean breeze tea, Sokin Bicha. Actually, has a funky smell, but it tastes quite good. And I may ask you to humor me while I dig into my lunch since I don't have all day here to talk to you guys as much as I'd like to. But uh, yeah, this is actually quite refreshing sit here out here and do a podcast there's a girl over here next to me smoking probably wondering why I'm talking to myself and I've bought a sandwich from a different different uh, store mini stop and mini stop seems to have thicker bread than 7-eleven it's the classic uh, half tuna half egg salad sandwich I'm gonna miss these uh, little sandwiches when I go back to uh the States for sure. Mm. So, apologize for eating and talking at the same time, but it needs to be done. So one of the, the things that um, 
I've noticed in the podcast is just my desire to talk about everyday things has really declined. Oh, I have a little cat visitor. This is interesting. I'm sitting here on a bench, and there's a cat who clearly um, doesn't have an owner, and he must live in his park here. And um, he's come over here and sat down next to me on the bench, not on the bench, but to the bench next to me. He's just kind of sitting here, hanging out, being very polite, almost waiting uh, for something to eat. So we'll see if he uh, comes on over here in a moment and uh, if he wants a piece of piece of my sandwich. No, not quite yet. We'll see what he does. But, um, I have to apologize. There are people walking around, so oftentimes it's a little difficult to go ahead and talk. But, um, we're going to see. Actually, I feel bad. This guy's kind of just looking at me. I'm going to see if he wants some food here. Since cats usually like tuna, I know. See if we'll see if he goes ahead and eats it. Yep, it looks like he's eating it. So. Well, I'm gonna actually move this over to this side here, so. But um, he looks kind of picky, too. Anyway, sorry for the distraction. But yeah, I found that I really haven't had the desire to talk about the everyday things that I'm seeing anymore. Because I've realized that they've become everyday. I think that's one of the reasons why... I admire um, some of the other Japan podcasters because they have been going much longer than I have. And they have been constantly finding interesting things to talk about. Rich Pav comes to mind, actually. He always seems to keep the Japan slant on what it is he's doing and make his life interesting to the people who read his blog and uh, who used to listen to his podcast. I say that because I don't think he's put out a podcast in quite a while, actually. But, um, yeah, just sitting here and actually going through the process of podcasting now is kind of nice. I'm enjoying it. I feel relaxed. But, yeah, that's been the biggest thing, not really having uh, anything fantastic to talk about. Um, I find, I've been finding lots of funny Japanese clips and things that I think would be funny to a U.S. audience or a non-Japanese audience, I should say, but um, uh, I find them through a site called japanprobe.com, and uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, like funny videos, differences in culture, things like that, definitely check that site out, because it does a much better job than I ever could about tuning you into the weird things that you often find in Japan, and the interesting things that uh, Japan has to offer. So... 
anyway, so that's, that's been the primary reason why I haven't been podcasting. Um, as I mentioned before, two things have been really, really busy. I'm currently working on two time zones. <laughs> I, uh, we've had some team changes in the U.S., which has changed around my schedule. And I also have quite a few projects that I'm now working on in the United States and coordinating with Japan. So that puts me on a schedule where I come into the office and I do everything I need to do, the translations and the coordination and everything, and then I uh, head back home and I have a bunch of meetings I need to attend to or bunch of conference calls I need to attend to. So this week and uh, next week and the week after actually have been, um, not have been, <laughs> are quite busy and look quite busy moving forward. So it's like, uh, it's the whole 13, 14 hour day thing, but uh, getting used to it. And the nice thing is that when I return to the United States, um, I should only be working part time and then going to school. So that should seem like a uh, a lesser burden, I hope, <laughs> moving forward. So maybe Japan has prepared me for uh, working not not quite as hard. I hope this cat stays around here. I want to take a picture of him. It's kind of cute. It'll be the podcast um, episode cover. It's not going to be a great picture, though. <laughs> he's kind of sitting down like a human <laughs> it's really funny you'll see the picture when I post it in a moment if he comes over here I'll, maybe I'll take a better picture what are you doing? come here maybe, maybe he doesn't understand English nah he's chilling I'm going to leave him alone So anyway, and um, I should say the third reason why um, I've been not podcasting as much is because I've been thinking about how to close down Finding Japan and how to end it. And um, I'd like to do some interviews with some folks uh, before I leave. And uh, that may or may not be possible depending on how many meetups I have and uh, how many um, going away parties there are. But I do want to uh, try and touch base with some of the other folks and f friends that I've met here before I leave, either through Skype or preferably in person. I thank them for their kindness and generosity in the past year and a half here. Um, I've met so many people here who have just been so nice and so incredible and have really, I think in my mind, crossed the cultural borders necessary to really make a, a friendship like that work. Some, some because they, they're from Western cultures and others just because they're very open-minded and friendly people. So, And um, I also will do sort of like a, uh, I think I'm going to do a, probably a wrap-up episode where I kind of summarize some of the highlights of a year and a half in Japan and try and put it into one episode, but we'll see, we'll see if time allows for me to get that together, and that may have to come after I get back. 
In fact, it may even be more poignant if I do it once I go back. Um, but I've also been talking about um, starting another project. And, uh, you know, I was talking before about the, the U.S. economy. And Linda and I have also been paying attention to the, uh, the political climate in the United States, which has just been an incredible circus. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's affecting people as much in the United States as it is for us here, but while we're here, we tend not to pay as much attention to um, entertainment news and things because it's a little harder to get, and um, we're just paying attention to more mainstream news. And as a result, um, all we're seeing is the, uh, the politics, and uh, man, it's just, it gets overwhelming. But um, I think I may have mentioned this before, but one of the things that living outside of the country allows is, is for you to have um, a little more separation between the day-to-day of what's going on in your country, and it allows you, I think, to have a different perspective on analyzing it. Um, I know I was certainly guilty of this. When, when I'm in the United States, it's really easy to get caught up in the day-to-day news cycle and what's going on and not be able to really look at things um, from a different perspective because you're constantly inundated with this same you know, main news media perspective. And being over here and making connections with other people, um, you get many, many different um, perspectives, a wide variety of different perspectives. Um, for example, Bicycle Mark um, offers an excellent perspective um, on different world events, and um, he can do that, I think, because he doesn't live in the United States and has a much wider range of experiences. But one of the things that I found troubling over the last, uh, God, over the last six months, actually, is I've found really troubling how little um, many of us know about our own country and what goes on. And I began thinking about my younger sister, who is 17. And um, I don't, I think she listens to the podcast, so if she does, uh, hi Angie, how are you? This, <laughs> this is not meant to be a direct statement to her, but more to people, to people like her. And I've been thinking about this new generation of adults that are coming into our um, political systems and economic systems and what it is that they think and what sort of resources they have to look at. And I've been thinking about um, how do we help change things for the better? And I know I could never run for office or anything like that. I don't think I have the patience or the stamina to do something like that. But I think there's something to be said for taking some of the history of the United States and some of the current conditions of our economic and financial systems and putting it into a format that is interesting and engaging for younger people. People have often asked me, what, what, do, the, what do I think the, uh, the issues are with the country? And I think there are lots of issues with the country. I actually get this question a lot from people here in Japan. I think, I think I'm going to lose my friend here. Looks like he's ready to bail on me. Typical cat. <laughs> no, he's pretty cool. No, he's just sitting down. This cat is so chill out. 
I'm almost done with my sandwich. I apologize, everybody. Maybe I can get him over here to get another picture. <laughs> it actually looks like he has a friend or someone he knows. He's kind of just looking around. But, um... Yep. <laughs> There's an old man who just came up to throw something out, and the cat was kind of looking at him like, Give me food, please. If I had something more cat-like to give this guy, I think I would. I think he kind of bailed on my tuna sandwich because uh, he really couldn't lick the tuna off. I kind of gave him some bread and the whole nine yards, and he just wasn't having it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was really thinking about how to put this stuff into a format. And um, I've just been so surprised at the things that I didn't know about the way our, our country works. And um, it's really, I think it's really easy to get saddened and disappointed. But I wanted to take that energy and put it into a format that's positive and engaging for um, really anybody. But more importantly, I was thinking about people like my sister. And one of the exercises I wanted to do is I wanted to go back and try to find some of my textbooks in history. Uh, economics in high school, and then also compare them to the textbooks that I have now uh, for my business courses in economics and finance, and compare it to what uh, what I'm finding um, when I'm actually digging through the details. So I've been putting some thought into how to go about doing that, but uh, I realize that's not a project I can start until I uh, finish up here and kind of think about um, finishing up the proper attention that this podcast requires as well. So... That's been the third reason why things have been kind of on the uh, on the slow side here. So, um, but again, you know, this this podcast was never meant to be a uh, a daily journal or a weekly journal of sorts, but more of sharing my experiences and my thought process as I've been here living in Japan. And I, I really hope that I've accomplished that, and um, or if I have not, that I will by the time uh, this podcast runs its course. And uh, I've enjoyed the people that I've met and uh, the experiences that I've had here so far. So I guess that's all I can say at the moment. So, um, but of course, this is not the end. There are many more episodes to come, and um, certainly try to get uh, some more exciting stuff and some more exciting stories ahead. Um, Because I have been taking quite a few pictures, and we have seen some pretty amazing things that I do want to share with the uh, the people and the listeners of this podcast. So again. Always, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you have found it um, useful and uh, entertaining, or at the very least, educational. And uh, thanks for leaving lots of comments. Uh, there have been a few people who have written to me directly lately via email, and uh, it's been taking me a while to respond, but uh, I am doing my best. And uh, please keep that coming. And of course, uh, check out the blog www.flyingjapan.com. All the material is still there. It's all free. Go download it. And um, hope you enjoy. So with that, I'm going to close out episode 62. And it feels good to be back. Talk to you soon, everyone.